Barbacage Success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy JC, Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown Johnson City. Spreading love the Tri-Cities way while we in Johnson City is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the way. Barbacage Success, a platform for college, for students who are interested in the barbering, just trying to inspire, just trying to give some Dropping some love, giving some information, spreading love the crown cuts way, earning the crown, giving you the information you need to succeed, to inspire the next barber in school so you make the right decision for yourself moving forward. Today we got some special guests on. We got two students who are in school right now. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but before that, give a shout out to our sponsors, Feed Spot, for ranking as the top 25 podcast in the country, in the world, and barbacage content. Spread of love again. That's what we do. But don't let these guys introduce themselves. They they on they came on the platform today, looking like rappers. We <laughs> got the Rick Ross, <laughs> the boss himself, <laughs> and my guy Ralph had a real slim shady. I'm just kidding. Two students yeah. <laughs> in school. But again, introduce yourself, fellas. So. Uh I'm Draco, uh, my real name is Ari Drake, but I go by Draco. You know, it all started when I got to ETSU. We're going to introduce yourself. We're going to jump into it in a oh, second. Okay. I know, yeah, I know, yeah, you ready to rock. Give us some time. Let your partner introduce himself. All right, go ahead, my brother. My name Bracken. He's got one name. We like one of those soccer players from Brazil. Just you, one name. You can call me B or Bracken. <laughs> Y'all boys go by one name now. These celebrity barbers who are in school. Look at them. Oh, man. Yo, Mitch, don't forget to take some pictures of these guys because these guys are serious. They're ready, boy. But again, we're going to rock. We have a good episode for you guys today. We're going to talk about what inspired them to start barbering. What do they like? And they like fresh in school within a month. So we're going to talk about the experience in school, what they expect, what they didn't expect, what they like, what they didn't like, and what started them into this process. Give a shout out to my guys, M.I. and um, Jordan, our co-host. They'll be back next week. Jordan's out there in Cali. And I was on vacation with his family. Shout out to those brothers. We can't wait till you get back. You know, the people and the fans want you guys. So, hey, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump into it. But let me give a special shout out to my girl, Taylor Jade, out of Urban Barber College in Concord, California. Hey, Taylor, shout out to you. Really appreciate the love that you've been giving us. Yeah, you can get on the podcast. We're going to invite you. And I know you can't wait to come down to Johnson City and spread love the, the crowd cuts way. Talk about your experience in school. Talk about Urban Barber College. We love teaming up with people from around the country. I think it's great for other people to hear different voices. So, again, shout out to my girl, Taylor Jade, out there at Urban Barber College. One love, T. So let's jump into it. Tell us your story. Tell us your name and, and, and how do you, how'd you get to Johnson City and what are you guys doing in Barber School? Who want to go first? I got Sean ain't Bracken from Texas. Partial areas out in Tampa, Florida. Moved back around, bounced around. What got me into barbering really was just to find a, a job that I could stick put in and that have a positive impact on people's lives. And like, you know, one haircut can change a man's whole appearance. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. I can see it in your eyes, B. What about you, Drake? So, uh, I'm Draco. 
what brought me to Johnson City and, and you know inspired me to be a barber is um I have two uncles you know that cut hair so I was I was always in the shop with them growing up <laughs> so I was like okay that's something I, see, I might like to do yeah like I see all these guys coming in here looking you know messed up and they leave you know fresh you know so I want to give people that same skill for me that same love that same love. Draco is a, has a special case because Draco's actually in college right now, so he's doing dual enrollment. Draco's actually a college football player, and he's while he's in his senior year, he's going to barber school full time, and going to college full time to graduate. That's a special case. Shout out to you, Drake. That's big. Yeah, yeah. So talk about that experience and and what made you think that you could do that? Because there might be someone else out there who's thinking about while they're in school and college or in another platform and they want to become a barber and it's important for people to hear your story to let them know that it can be done well first and foremost you know god always have a plan for you so you know transferring in to etsu you know many people know it's etsu but it's east tennessee state university um i was a, a walk-on athlete to the football team and uh over time you know i was doing all the team activities and then i eventually became ineligible so I was like, okay, so what's next? Right. And then I had one of the guys, shout out to Sheldon Arnold. You know, he let me know about you. And I was like, okay. He was like, call Mr. Craig Charles, and I, like, I hit you up. And uh, and that was a story. That was a story. So now I'm here in barber school, you know, trying to perfect my craft, you know, go to the next level. That's what's up. That's what's up. So about you, um, Brax, you say you wanted to get into barber. Talk about that journey. Talk about that story. Because we stay on these po- on these podcasts, on this podcast, this platform, which is across the world right now, right? It's going to inspire someone else. So the importance of you guys telling people your story is going to get them in that, in that decision-making when they have to try to pick and choose. Should I do it? Should I not? Because a lot of people have a hard time picking careers and understanding what to do for themselves to make themselves happy. And you guys had this thing inside of you to want to be a barber, and you followed through with it. So talk about that. Man, I don't really know. When I first started out, I, I didn't really see much happening. Like, I really didn't want a job. I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, I was doing my own thing. Not Barbering was there for me because I know that's something I can love. And I care about – now, I ain't no female or nothing, but I like fashion. I like looking good, you know what I mean? I like looking cleaned up a little bit. And I mean, I, it's okay to be a man and like fashion and self-care. I mean, it's not just a woman thing. It's okay. No, I know. <laughs> but you get what I'm, you get what yeah, I'm getting, I get what you're saying, my boy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you go through things to make you a better man every day. If you if you don't go through something, you really ain't been through nothing. I'll I, I just say that right now. Adversity like, builds character. You've been through some adversity. I've been through a lot of – I'm not I'm – just leave it at that. You're right. Yes, sir. But throughout time, I – like my inner self, I was not happy with doing what I was doing every day. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, like, something bad's about to catch up to you. Like, right. it's regardless. You know what I'm saying? And, so you, was, and, and you was looking for a passion, something that you that you could be happy with every day. And barbering is it right now. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Yes, sir. So talk about now we, we, we gave the people about talk about where you're from and you're from Drake from Georgia and you're from Texas, Tampa area. Now you, you guys are here in Johnson City. So you talked about your uncle. What else inspired you to want to be a barber? So my uncle, um, 
he was a you know big time barber in you know in Georgia, one of the cheapest barbers <laughs> at the time. <laughs> As of now, you know how you know prices are changing. Um, what was his price? Well, he used to give me you no. Know, he used to give out no little ten dollar haircut. I mean, that's, you know not, what I'm that's not bad. <laughs> but I mean, compared you know, to now, compared to now, you know, paying one hundred and fifty dollars for a cut. That's what I'm trying to be on. But I gotta take it step by step. That's key. That's key. But, I understand that part. It's a process to get there, and it's work. Oh yeah. But what you know, what made me want to do that is he got into a car accident, so he can't cut hair no more. Uh, he lost one of his eyes in the process. Mm. So I was like, man, I know how hard he want to be out here making, you know, grinding, making his bread. So I was like, I'm gonna do it for him. So he kind of inspired you and you to. To get in this profession, mm-hmm. kind of to show some, um, just just show some respect for what he's going through and let him know, live through you a little bit. Like, cause at first it was like for me, it was to survive, but now it's like, now I want to make it a passion. So, you know. it is because the way I look at barbering is something that I, when I go to work, I haven't had a bad day since I started barbering. I haven't had a bad day since I started barbering. That's important. Where barbering is your passion, where you want to wake up every morning and just go to work and be like, man, I can't wait to go to work. And you're not stressing about the time. When you get off, you get off. Yeah. And that's what barbering is for me. And even to the point now where I'm in an instructor, I have two schools and I'm teaching and I'm an ownership prospect, I still love going to school every day, just seeing the students' progress and seeing their development. I mean, that's important for me. And I, and once you think of, when you get a career and a job like that, you never work. And that's the fun part, and that's what I see you guys seeking and trying to get to. Am I correct? Am I speaking over, speaking too much for you? No, you're correct. I'm trying to succeed and go beyond, you know what I mean? High standard. So now, you guys, what was the process for you um, choosing the school? The process was a little crazy. I was bouncing around trying to figure out what school I wanted to go to. I mean, I ain't yet really see myself going back to school. But when I figured out, it ain't worth driving like crazy distance to just come to a barber school. It ended up, Craig got the most clean shot. Like, the environment is good. You don't got too many people in there. You can watch what's going on. You can, you can, your mind can function what's happening, taking place. It ain't too much stuff going on in the shop. So when you came to the school, that's what you checked out. You wanted somewhere environment where you can grow and you can build and and and, and meet some friends, some lifelong friends. What you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, uh, you got you, you, you live. You got a question out there? Something? Nah, uh, this is my boy. I mean, since I've been there. So yeah. how long? First of all, how long have you been in school now, Bracken? A month, probably a half now at this point. So about six weeks. And how long you been in school, Drake? Three weeks. About three weeks. And instantly when you guys came, he's, he had a three-week head start with you guys click. What made you guys click in barber school and become so tight friends? Well, what I in think. Three yeah. weeks, in <laughs> three weeks. Like, what I say is, um, I say we all had the We both had the same mindset. Like, you know, him being from Texas. I've been wanting to go to Texas. I got family out in Texas. Um, shout out to the Nixes. But uh, we want to go out there and open up a little shop, you know. But y'all, y'all got a tight bond, though, in like yeah. three weeks. I mean, yeah. it seemed like the bond that you guys have in barber school is something that it takes people a lot, about a lifetime to build, that friendship. Yeah. How did that friendship come so tight? 
I mean, I th like it all start, you know, with communication. The more we communicate with each other, the closer we got. And the more you realize you guys are a lot alike. And common, yeah. You know. So. Do you remember the first conversation you had with Bracken, what it was about, and what you said to him, or what he said to you? Good boy, big as hell. Look at him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just lame. That's really what I asked. I said, how much you bitch, homie? <laughs> that was the first conversation then we were like then I was, I was like yeah man we need to start hitting the gym together and he was like yeah I'm cool with that but I just got these tattoos on my neck <laughs> so <laughs> so I can't get him sweaty so ever since then you know when we go on break and stuff you know we all way together right so it's always been like that so the importance of barber school for you guys out there you're gonna form some lifelong friendships that you should not take you should not take for granted because barber school is a place that is so pure and innocent. You're going to see people. You're going to meet people. That is going to be in your life forever. You're going to meet people and see people that you might work for or they might work for you. So it's, so it's important to have a good first impression when you go to barber school and go in there with an attitude. Meet your parents. Get to know your friends. Get to know the other barbers next to you. Because there might be someone who might have a franchise one day and you might need a job. That might be someone who you'll have a franchise and they might need a job. So it's important to build good, solid relationships in barber school. So now we're here in barber school. So what was your perception of barber school before you got into it? And what is your perception, the realistic perception of it while you're in school? I'll let both of you guys answer. What was, the, what was your perspective of barber school before you got into it? I thought it was just going to be like learning how to cut hair. I didn't. There, it makes you well-rounded all the way around. Even though it's not necessarily what you, you're professionalizing everything. Obviously, I'm, I can do, I'm not gonna do nails, but we are getting taught to do nails. You know what I'm saying? And then you're teaching us how, all well-rounded from perm rods. Like that, I didn't think you wouldn't think like that's what you're doing, and when you first start, you know what I'm saying? You think you're just going to a barber shop, learning how to fade and doing a little bit of book work, but really, it it helps you expand the whole game out. You know what I mean? What was your perception before, Drake? I thought I was going to be learning, like, you know, how to fade better, stuff like that. Um, but now it's like I got to learn how to braid. got to learn how to do, you know, French braids and perms and... Pardon, using your shares. Yeah. I mean, but all these things that we're going to equip you with when you finish barber school, you're going to be a ninja. So there's no... You're going to be out there throwing darts, and there's no darts somebody's going to throw at you. You're not going to be able to block or catch. So, uh, so, but how do you feel? And I know sometimes it gets frustrating because it's something that you're not comfortable with. And learning something that you're not comfortable with, it gets frustrating. Talk about that part. So for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're laughing. Pull, that, pull yeah. it back a little closer to your face. So like that first day of me doing perm rods, like I was just done. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I said, look here, man. I just started watching him. He was like, yeah, man, you got to do it this way. This I found this way easier. So I tried uh -huh. it. It worked. So I got back to my apartment or whatever. And I'm like, man, I can't let this, like, defeat me. So the next day I came in, and it's like, I done did a whole head full. <laughs> and I was, like, content. And, and that's good because, again, we want you to be well-rounded because you, you're going to be a hairstylist. And a master barber, there's nothing that he can't do. Yeah. And when you're a master barber, you should, you should feel proud 
of someone coming into your chair and said, I want this service, that service, whatever service it is, and you're, you're like, I can do it, let me do it. Because there's nothing worse than a client coming into a, a shop, a salon, whatever, and to get a service, and the service provider cannot provide it. You are letting money walk away from you. Hey, you said that. I mean, but think about it. You're letting money walk up. And in this industry that we're in, all of us are in, everybody's in pluses, not minuses. And in order to get pluses, you want to be able to be well-rounded. There's no type of hair texture, no type of cut, no type of service that you should not be able to provide. Unless you just want to become a basic barber. Unless you want to just become a rogue barber. And that's where, uh, like, some of the guys... You know that I, I see cutting hair now, uh-huh. like especially in Georgia, like they fail to have that part of like being able to have the beautician part of it and the and the um, the nails part of it. Because if you can do all those, like you said, you know, it separates you and you become a master ninja. You feel me? Oh yeah. So you're more marketable. Yeah, and people are likely to come to you more because you can do that. You know. Yeah, and, and why I just work on, and one of the key things is for a lot of students who are in barber school or, or any type of um, cosmetology department, everybody wants to work on their strengths. And you have all the time in school to work on your weaknesses. And it goes vice versa with cosmetologists who go to um, ladies who are in cosmetology school who, when a haircut comes around, they hide and they want to shy away from the haircut because they don't feel comfortable in it. Or vice versa, you're in barber school when long hair come around, you're trying to hide to go to the bathroom because you're not, you don't feel comfortable. It's okay. This is where you're learning. This is the part of you that's where you're learning, and that's the importance of just being able to tackle any service that comes to you. The more you learn, the more you earn. Yeah. <laughs> the more you learn, the more you earn. So I remember you said... Uh, when I first had got here, you said something about uh, yeah, you said the more you learn, the more you earn. But you also said something else, and I can't remember. But you said give back. Oh, uh, you like learn, that. earn, and return. Yeah, learn, earn, return. What what does that mean to you? When you hear that, what does that mean to you? Learn, earn, and return. Your version. I want me to give you your version. I want you me to give you your version. But you guys have two different versions of that. So my way to learn, earn, return is. I'm learning what I want to do as a passion, and I earn my share by giving to the community and making them look their best. But at the end of that, it's gonna always be somebody who who want to be like me, but I want them to be like themselves. But I can give them what I know, right? In order for them to grow. That's big. That's big. I like that. I really don't even know what the question was again. <laughs> Just think about it. Um, learn, earn, return. Learn, earn, and return. What's your, yeah. what's your version of it? Learning you, something. You, yeah. Then but, you got to earn it with money and then return, give back to the community. Simple. Yeah. It's really simple. I mean, and, and that's big. And the first time I heard that, right, it kind of took me a while to think about it. And once I figured it out, I understand my responsibility as a person because someone had to be my ripple. And after someone is my ripple, I have to be someone else's ripple. Because someone had to be Martin Luther King's ripple. Someone had to be um, LeBron's ripple. And now LeBron is being a ripple for so many more people who they're going to be ripples for other people. And that's what it's about. Because information is meant to be shared. And a lot of times 
people just try to hoard it and try to not share it. But how do you grow? How do you keep the next generation behind you growing if we don't share information? That's something I got work on is talking more. I got that's one thing I most barbers I'm assuming need to work on when they first come is mm-hmm. communication is key to everything. I'm I don't like to talk to people. You probably see on public. I'm not going to talk to you like, right. usually. But when you sit in my chair, I'm gonna try to give you the best experience, the best one on one conversation to build a bond. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just how that goes. Well, that's the importance of coming to podcast because the podcast people listen to it across the world, right? And I want all my students coming to podcast to kind of help themselves grow, help themselves be able to orient themselves properly. Help, give, just give them the confidence to understand that we in this service provider business, we have to be able to communicate. We have to be able to have viable conversations with people because what that does when someone's sitting in your chair, if you can't effectively communicate with them, they instantly become nervous and they tighten up. And our co-host, Jordan, he said one of his key things while he's he's been in the shop is communicating. He wanted to learn how to communicate. And just by being on the podcast more, it has helped him so much immensely just be able to talk to people, just be able to talk to his clients. And it's okay that you don't have it when you first start. But work on it. Ask for help how to work on it. Because that's your money piece that's how you're going to make money you have to be able to communicate you have to be able to retain clients you, you you're working on your your image your name you're working on your income and if those things you can effectively communicate all those things will be affected so what's that thing you had us doing the other day it was like we like communicate with each other as clientele Role playing, or when yeah, you're sitting yeah, down in yeah, the, in the lab, the role play stuff. Or the role. I mean, that's important. I think yeah. all schools need to role play, because when you role play, you actively acting out the scenario that could happen in the shop. And then communication is not just for the barber business, barber industry. While you're in the shop, communication is being able to able to talk to someone. Eventually, you want to open a business. You might need to go get a loan somewhere you might want to have someone sponsor your company. Who's going to talk for you? Who? Hopefully Craig. Y'all boys want me to do everything for y'all. Everything, huh? No, nah, I'm just playing around. I know, I'm just kidding too. But think about that. You know what I mean? So that's an importance of, and that's why we do something else in the school called Each One Teach One, where every Friday we bring a, someone into the community, from the community into the school to talk to the students. But also, it's also open for students to have a special day to talk about something that they're versed in to their peers. And what's the importance of community day is you sitting there, talk, each one teach one, is you're talking to people you're comfortable with. So you know people that you're in school with every day. You've had conversation with them all the time. So being able to teach a class with them and in the classroom and giving you feedback and listening to you is going to help you develop some skills that will help you that will take you a long way have, have Shay talked to you guys about it, each one teach one yet I don't recall it yeah well you guys been in the six weeks but she's going to talk to you about it, each one teach one where every Friday one of these Fridays you guys have to go in and teach a class 
Why you drop your head? Talk about instruction. I don't like, even. Boy, I can't boy. even read sentences now. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, boy, boy right don't now. tell the world that. <laughs> you might be losing customers early. No, I'm just playing around. Yeah, I mean, but it's important. It's, it's it's important, and it's 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 no pressure, but it's gonna help. <laughs> You're like speaking in front of people. Who me? Yeah. Um, I used to not like to speak in front of people. Um. I took a class at ETSU. It's called Argumentation and Debate. Mm-hmm. We used to have debates in front of the class on, like, debate days. And, like, we used to say speeches. So that helped me be able to communicate in front of people. That's why I say all of this is lining up in mm-hmm. God's plan. Right. Because I'm doing something that's preparing me for this, that's leading me to this. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So it's all working out. You put, you, you put, you're putting chess pieces in your way. Yeah. And you're moving them strategically to get to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all that is. That's all good. And B, it's a process. You know, you have you guys have ten months left in school. So <laughs> the more we work on this day by day, imagine what you will be. Yeah. That sounds like a long time. It's really not though, bro. Nah, it's it's <laughs> moving. Like that's why he was going back going back to buns, bro. Like when we bun, like it made everything every day go by faster. Like the more we started clicking. You know what I'm saying, and and the thing is too they, about they, finding. The go. And the thing is too, the important thing about what I just thought about with you guys, the important thing of finding someone in barber school who you click with and build a bond with, it helps someone hold you accountable. You remember I told you that like we gotta hold each other accountable if we wanna you know take off in this game. It helps them because if you find someone that you're real close to, and then you come to school, they're not coming to school. It's easy for you to call them and be like, "Hey, what's up, B? What's going on?" And with the responsibility and how tight you guys are, if you don't feel a certain way when your boy or your friend that you bond with in school asks why you're not in school, if you don't feel uncomfortable, that means y'all not friends. Y'all not building a friendship that you think that you guys are building. Does that make sense? Because y'all starting to plan and build a bond like so close where you're planning for the future, which is good. So, okay, barber school, you've graduated. What's next? Talk about your plans. Talk about some of the things that you guys have talked about. Oh man, this one, this one to get fun. Go ahead, I'm talk, let you start it. Go ahead, talk about some of the things that you guys talk about and where you guys see yourself. I want to see us back in Texas. You know what I'm saying? I want to go back out to right. Dallas area. Mm-hmm. When we get out there, make a cool bar, like a bar inside of the. Like we just have ideas, though. You know what I'm saying? Money's gonna roll into play eventually, right? But. Like getting a little bar set up in there. He was talking about making like with TVs on the wall with like sports. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. like not a Foot Locker, but basically something similar yeah, to like, like that. You know like what I mean? Like a locker room. You know how you go to do those Division One schools that actually have like like the little, their logo on the ceiling that glows down, right? And stuff like that. Yep. And like have a like a, a cigar room upstairs, where you know you can. Invest your money into cigars if you like them, right? Stuff like that. So, so I, I challenge you guys. That's even. I like when students have vision, and I like when you have big vision because it's all attainable. It can happen. It will happen. But it's, it's up to happen. you to put the work in. And one thing I encourage you guys to do: put a plan together, put a lesson plan, put a game plan together, make a um, a blueprint of it. Come up with a business plan and share it with the students at the school. 
Because that way you're going to get real life feedback and ask them, what do you think, what you don't think. And don't wait for your last day of school. Do it in the next couple, in the next month or so, so you know you can keep working on it. Because as you develop better skills in this industry, your thought process will change a little bit. You're going to add to that. You're going to add to your business and make it even pop. Because right now, there's so much more to learn in barber school. So much more to learn, so much more that you will learn. So imagine you do like two or three business plans by the time you finish where you'll be instead of waiting by the time you're done. What, what does that sound like? You think it's something that you guys can do? Yeah. I mean, we already started that, you know, we, like, so. And, and that's what the Each One Teach One is for. But, but I don't even try to interrupt like that, but I care about people's, like, certain opinions, like, in certain ways, if I ask for them, but, like, when other people try, like, you know what I mean? I'm not, you can't tell me something, I'm really going to believe it the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm actually going to have to put some, you got to show some receipts on that. You know what I mean? Uh, of course. That's for everything in this world. I mean, well, that's, that's, what, that's what feedback is for. You don't want to be to the point where your mind is just so ingrained that people can't give you feedback. You can't, you don't want to be to the point where your mind is so ingrained that you can't take constructive criticism. You know what I mean? Because all that stuff is fueled to help you grow. And you know that as an athlete, if a coach don't correct your stance, wh where you going to be? I'm sorry, <laughs> And that's how you have to look at it. Feedback is to help correct your stance. How to take off. How to cut grass. And cut grass is an analogy because Draco is a big dude. Draco is a, a guard in college. And Draco, like, six two, six three. how much? How much you weigh, Drake? 340. 340. So, you know, you understand those analogies. Yeah. So, and those things that Drake will be able to help you with. It's not that someone will tell you something to demean you. Some people are. But you have to be able to take that and fuel that in the right engine to make you go. No, exactly. But I was talking about asking people like you, top dog people that actually been in the game, not asking like students because they ain't, they ain't never been in a barbershop really, you know. But they, have, they, can give, they can give feedback too. They can get feedback, but it may not be what we want to hear, though. I, I, you have, you have, you, I think you're taking it. You have to shake that up a little bit and change your mindset about that sometimes because you can learn and grow from anybody. You can learn and grow from anybody, not just from me because I, I slip on bananas some days, too. You know what I mean? But you can learn and grow from anybody. And sometimes the feedback that you don't want to hear is the feedback that you need. You know, does that make sense, Drake? The feedback that you don't want to hear is the feedback that you need. Because you know sometimes when you're at home and your parents say something to you or your guardian, and you're like, then five years later you'll be like, hmm, remember my mother told me that. Remember my dad said that to me. And now you're here. And why, why didn't you listen to it earlier? Because you don't, you don't think they were credible. Or you didn't think they know nothing. So it always comes back full circle. Because feedback is something that can come from anybody and anyone. Especially when you know in the game. But you have to be able to decipher it. I'm not saying take all of it. But you have to be able to decipher it. And make it work for you. Because I'm not going to say that where I am today is because everyone who gave me feedback or gave me something, some sort of substance was everybody who was in 
top top in their top game. You know what I mean? Because I've had some stuff from people who who said things to me, and I and I took it to heart, and I listened, and they wasn't in the top of their game, top of their element, but it was feedback that makes sense. Because somebody could tell you, hey, um, pull your pants up, and they could be a casual person who's homeless, but they see something in you and they say, you know what, that young man right there, he has something to do, so he should pull his pants up when he's walking. So because he's homeless, you shouldn't take that feedback from him? No, it's not even that. I just want to listen to him regardless. <laughs> like, I'm being real, though, like on that certain thing. I don't listen to people like that, really. I'm be honest with you. Well, that's something we're going we to work on. That. I mean, yeah, that's gonna, something I got to work on as a person. You and, know and, what I'm and that's saying? Real. And that's good that you're saying that's something you need to work on. And that's where I see your partnership with Drake. He's going to help you work on those things and help because you're going to help him see some things that he will never see in his life. And that's what it's about. One hand, you know what I'm saying, washes the other. Because iron sharpens iron. Yep. You know, everybody's still human. By far. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, like by them saying stuff like, okay, pull up your pants, they see something in you that, you know, they obviously didn't work hard to get, you know, because of who they are. You know what I'm saying? That way, when you come back to, like, live, earn, return. Learn. Learn. My bad. <laughs> learn, earn, return. When they come back to that situation, somebody homeless telling you to pull your pants, so you're going to look back at it and be like, okay, dang, they helped me. Let me help them. Now you see them guys on YouTube walking around just giving people $1,000 just because. And, 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 and the perfect example, they learn, they earn, and now they're returning, which is good. So five years, we talk about where you guys want to be when you graduate. So talk about five years from that point. What do you see, guys? Employing people, um, having a franchise, or just still working together? Working together and working on multiple things besides the barbershop. So what what else besides barbering are you guys interested in? Entrepreneur. Trying yeah. to figure out multiple That's things. That's my major. Business? Interdisciplinary studies. And what is that? Talk about that. Um, it's like... So I'm gonna tell you how I got there. That's cool. Yeah. So I was originally um, criminal justice. Yeah, I see you as a cop. Did you see me as a cop? No, I'm not, not, not no cop. No, man. I was just playing. <laughs> I wanted to, um, you know, get everything together. I mean, police officer—that's an honorable job. Honorable, that's honorable. Yeah, get rid of this football body and go to the uh, CIA or something like that. Uh-huh. Be on the special forces. That's stuff big. like that. Yeah. That's big. That's what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, playing football and ETSU and all that stuff, in order for me to, like, not be ineligible right now, mm-hmm. they made me, like, change my major. Okay. So they made me change it to that major. So that's why I say I'm building from brick by brick. Or brick, like, starting from the ground back up. So... Now that I know, like, I yep. looked it up, and it was like, you can be a, a doctor, all this kind of stuff. There's multiple things you could do. You can be an entrepreneur. So I was like, cool. I want to get a barbershop. Then I want to branch off and do real estate. Then when I make enough, I want to open a restaurant because I like to cook. You feel me? Right. So, and both of you guys, how old are you guys, by the way? 22. 21. Yeah. So y'all already got, y'all got so much ahead of you guys. 
so much. But that's big. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You're straight. You like I'm to cook. Good. You want a restaurant. Yes. You just want to be an entrepreneurship field. Yeah, man. I, I just want to, you know, I see all these other people doing it. Why I can't. Right. So that's the mindset I have. And you're going to use barbering as a platform to take you there. Yeah, and then I'm like, like you said, learn and return. I'm learning from you. I'm going to start earning, and I'm going to return. So I'm going to let somebody else run it. You said some interesting the other day, and I was um, leaving now. You said, Craig, you know, our story is similar. <laughs> it is. I mean. And I was like, but I, I'm happy that I can inspire you guys. You know what I mean? And to see that, I know I, I always have to. It just inspired me to keep doing the right thing mm-hmm. and keep working as hard as I work because I know someone else is behind me is looking at me to grow. And it's important. You know, it's important that I know that because mm-hmm. I have a responsibility and I take that responsibility serious. Like, all my responsibilities I take serious as well, too. You know? And you was like, Craig, man, we got similar stories. Like, like, like you were saying, like, did you lose your mom? Mm-hmm. You know, you and your dad. Yep. So I lost my mom and my dad as well. That's one thing. That's a, like people, like certain people, give up on that. Like if you lose both of your parents, you you give up on life yourself. Right. I ain't do that. No. You ain't do that. Mm-mm. That's why we similar. True. We in this barber game. You 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 master. <laughs> you know we learn this. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but but I, so you play football. I play football. Right, you know what I'm saying? but I'm. Ha- I love. I love that. Whenever somebody comes into this barber industry, I just smile. I get so happy. So when I know you was coming in, be I was so happy. I was smiling. You don't know how much I smile when I see you drink. When I see you. When, you, when I see you guys in the lab in the school, I'm like, man, barbering is a great thing. It crosses so many barriers and brings so many people together, and it's so fun. And the things that I've experienced and I'm experiencing in this industry. It's make, it makes me smile so much because all those things and more you guys can experience and surpass that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I'm I'm giving I'm ready to give you guys everything that I have experienced and talk to you guys about everything and point you guys in direction in every way to get to your top goal wherever it may be. And that makes it fun. It's fun for me to share that knowledge. And a lot of people don't like sharing knowledge, but I like selfish. It. <laughs> But you ain't, so. I mean, but why do you think people don't like to share knowledge? Some people don't like to talk. There's different scenarios, and some people just don't like to put out free game, really. That's what it comes down to. They just don't want to give out free game. Time is money. Someone speaks something to you. You got to pay them sometimes. That's how that goes. Like the the world we live in, my bad, brother. It's great. The, The world we live in, people don't want you to be better than them. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense, though. Somebody else is going to be better than you. That's what I'm saying. But they don't want you to be better. So they're not going to put out their way to get to how they are. That's why, all you, that's why I tell all the students to come to school. And a lot of them laugh sometimes. Like, man, all you guys are better than me. You guys are, you guys are going to exceed what I, where I am. And a lot of students just laugh. and like, yeah, right. I'm like, no, I see it in you guys. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> because when I started in this barber industry, I didn't have someone like myself coaching and a lot of stuff was just acquiring knowledge of my own, seeking it. And I got some people to help out, but it was so much more difficult getting into this industry because a lot of stuff I learned 
seven, eight years into this industry in the barbershop cutting hair, I'm teaching you guys to make those mistakes within a month, two months, three months. So by the time you get out of school, all the mistakes I made in the industry when I was cutting hair, you guys are never going to make or should not make. I hope so. Man, like, I just want to, you know, I want everybody to be proud of how they look when they leave, you know? And, and that's the key. And like I tell people, when, for me, when I was cutting hair, I was just so happy using someone's head as a canvas and doing my artwork on the canvas and every 30 minutes the canvas leaves for the world to enjoy and someone else sits in my chair and I get to create a canvas again. And it was just art for me. And I hope you guys can see barbering like that. You know, and I hope you guys can understand it like that because that's where the passion comes in where you just love what you do and you can't wait to come back to the shop on Tuesday and just set up and cut. Like, like I've never had the mindset like, you know, playing football, you can attest why it is like, you know, your body tired, you don't been up all night to like nine, ten o'clock at night. Then you gotta be right back up at five thirty, six o'clock for workouts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I used to drag, you know. But now it's like I know what time I gotta get up, I'm up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm there. So so the so you like coming to school in the morning, talk about that. What do you look forward to when you come to school in the morning? I don't look forward to going to school at all, I'll be real with you. But I enjoy barber school. You know right. what I mean? It's different. It's a whole lot it's a whole different ball game than regular school, really. Like the environment y'all make there is like welcoming at home. And it's not lame, you know what I'm saying? Y'all always are good people to be around. Y'all make it enjoyable per se. Y'all aren't like too you you are you're not strict. You just more straightforward, but like coaching us up. You're not like uh I don't know, you're not like a parole officer, a probation <laughs> officer straightening us up like that, but you getting us on the right path into the barber industry spitting free game without being hesitant about giving it to us. That makes sense. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. When I be in there, I see that silver briefcase, man, and I see it going to that lab, I'm like, Yeah, somebody finna get chopped up. <laughs> to my crazy case. Yeah, he coming there with them slacks on. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, mean. I ain't never cut hair in a slack. I ain't, I ain't never seen. That's different, though, you know? Right. Like, I ain't never seen nobody cut hair in slacks. Got their little cap on, what it is. I can't go. That's a $100 cut right there. <laughs> that's a $100 cut. Easy. Man. But setting the bar high, that's what I'm saying. I, I have to set the bar high for y'all. Because when the bar is set high, you, you want to hit it or exceed it. Right. So that's why and 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 Shay 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 got y'all like Shay I love Shay. What y'all think about Shay? Shout out to Shay. Shout out to Shay. I like Shay a lot. Like Shay, Shay too. Shay too cool. Shay gotta be a mom to us. Like she has to do her job, but we sometimes gotta make it easier for her because she's like, I know when she goes home, she's talking to her wife or just dogging us. Like they're the worst. In, they're worse than juveniles. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Shay love y'all. Shay, lo I mean Shay called me in the weekend and be like, she's just so happy. To work with y'all. Like, so she made me happy, man. She, she said, like, Saturday, I ain't, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> last Saturday, like, the Saturday before last, mm -hmm. this past one, I had worn, you know, the weekly attire. <laughs> they were like, you know, just wear whatever you want, you know what I'm saying? Casual day. And on Saturday, you know, just wear what you want. I came in there this, <laughs> this past Saturday. I had on an ETSU drop fit. And some gray sweats and my Crocs. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she ain't even look at my shoe. She looked at my hat and my shirt and said, "Go home." <laughs> I was like, "I like, all right, man, if I go home, I'm we not coming back." We weren't even five steps into the door when she but did you, this. But you have to look at it. She she's setting the tone for yeah. you. She wants you to be your best. She, she wants said, you to be your best she version. Said, she said, "Go home and change that." And Bracken, you pull your pants up. <laughs> <laughs> Like she didn't even look at him. She said, "Pull your pants up." <laughs> she just knew what was happening. And she knew what was up. But you need someone like Shay in your life because Shay. Shout out to Shay. Shay is um a floor manager at the school. Um, she does a lot of all the practicals. She understands. She's been in this industry. She's in the mid fifties. She's been in this industry for 35, 40 years of cutting hair. So she understands what what it takes. And you, us, and you should want someone like that in your life to point you in the right direction because. The moment someone stops talking to you, you're in trouble. Exactly. When someone's not giving you direction to point you in the right direction, you're in trouble. Because you don't want someone to just let you just go up there and step in a puddle without saying, hey, there's a puddle. Hey, don't bump your head on the ceiling. Hey, there's something around that corner that you, know, you might not want to see. Like It's crazy you say that. I told Shay that the other day. I was like... Cause we were talking about something I forgot what it was. I said, the only time you should be concerned is when somebody is not talking to you, then that's a problem. Yeah. I told Shay that because she was talking about somebody, I think it was me or some or somebody in there that didn't say that to her. She was like, then you should be concerned. Yeah, she going to talk to everybody. I mean, she she calls me every weekend and just talk about every student. She talk about every. She's really happy and appreciative of what she does in this industry. She's really happy because she wants you guys to exceed and hit your mark at all times. She wants you guys to hit your mark. I mean, she's talk, She's thinking about barber school and thinking about the students seven days a week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, she the reason. I, she made me come back without making me come back on Saturday. Because right. I was like, I probably was up to 3 a.m. He was there. Cut hair, man. Getting these guys ready for Homecoming. Homecoming game, man. And I was already tired. You know, <laughs> he done, then you going to pick me up? And he picked me up, and we went there. And <laughs> Shout out to B. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so, B's a cool. Let's do it around, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then she said, go train. I said, I'm telling you, I'm so tired. I might not come back. So Bobby went in there. And was talk, he, I said, man, she said I got to go change my clothes, man. I was told I could wear what I want on Friday, on Saturday. I was like, man, she tripping right now. And he was like, let me go talk to her. And I was like, okay, go ahead. So at the same time. I love Bobby, too. We got, we got a good group of people at the school. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to JC. Not real. But shout out to JC Crown Cuts. Um, but, yeah, so he talked to her. That thing I hear my phone buzzing, we in the car on the way back. <laughs> she said, So you just gonna give up like that? So you not coming back? I said, Man, I'm tired. She said, Not coming back and tired is, is two different things. You not coming back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you appreciate said, that. Yeah, she was like, I got high hopes for you in this industry. Oh, and all that. Y'all hit me with that. And I said, Man, let me go chain, bro. <laughs> so I, I go chain, come back. And then she said, oh, you decided to come back and gave me the biggest hook ever. And I was like, what? But when somebody care about you like that, you feel good. 
But yeah, at the same time, I was still upset. Right. Because so I just went in there and grabbed my mannequin, you know, went and just, I didn't know what I was doing. I just went in there and sprayed it with water on the hair and just combed it out and didn't do nothing else to it. <laughs> like I was just in there just, just messing with it until she came back in and approached me. I was just waiting for I was looking at her the whole time, see if she going to come say something to me. <laughs> so she came back that fine that I stopped messing with the mannequin. But that, those are things, right? The stories that you can tell someone yeah. to show somebody that investing in you. Because mm-hmm. everyone has a story to tell. And when you graduate, and you're going to remember that. You're like, Shay, thank you. Oh, yeah. Shay, thank you. And you got the same story too. You got like, man, Shay, thank you. I'm already appreciated for Shay. I ain't got, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Shay's already given. Shay's real. Like, you can't. Shay be real with us sometimes. You Andrea know what I mean? Too. Andrea, too. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for Andrea, I would have never got no perm rods now. <laughs> and that's what it's about. You, you're growing and you're learning. You learn different so things sad. from different teachers. Yeah, some different teachers teacher. are easier to pick up from her than the other ones because some of them spit different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I had Shay, I was like, Man, I'm struggling with this. I don't even want to do this. I just want to leave. That's what I told her. She said, why are you going to leave? I don't know how to do this none of this either. <laughs> <laughs> and she made it comical for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, she was like, I said, so don't even trip about it because I don't even know how to do it. She said, just do it because you got to do it on the state board. But. but Shay knows how to keep it light. Yeah. And make you, when you go home, you laugh about it. Yeah. And that's what it's about. So let's talk about this competition. The student competition coming up on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Borders, Virginia versus Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the mm mm-hmm for? Because mm-hmm. I'm finna be. I ain't even got to say nothing. I'm just, you know, locked in. So I've been Cro- locked in. So, Crown Cousins having a Fades and Flows competition. This is our fifth one. We do it about twice a year where the students compete against each other. Uh, my school in Bristol will be coming down to Johnson City to compete for the belt. Bristol took the belt last week, the belt and the crown last year, last um, fades and flows. And the guys in JC said they can't wait for this crown. They're going to take it back. And Drake said when he heard me talk about it, he was just licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> he was licking his lips. He was mm-hmm. like, because, <laughs> you, know, you know, he got some new, you know, some new youngsters up in the, the JC area. So they they know what they're doing. So. It's a lot more competition here. Yeah, and it's going to be open to the public. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be. It's going to start from six to eight. The students going to have forty-five minutes to cut to complete their hair. It's going to be five categories. Is forty-five minutes too long or too short for you? No, it's just right. <laughs> but at the same time, you nervous at all? You said you said it's open to the public. Yeah. So make sure y'all be out there and tell a friend to tell another friend to tell another friend to be there. Yeah. So, we can get right. Oh, yeah. And have fun. We're going to put it on our – it's going to be big. We got the flyer. should be coming out tomorrow. We're going to market it as not this week and the following week. No, not even next week, but two, three weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to rock it. We're going to make it do what it do. It's going to be so much fun. Every time we do it, about sometimes about about 300 people come through the building just walking out, checking out because it's at night. And yeah, we need we got, six, honey. <laughs> we can't fit that in the <laughs> building, Drake. Right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a food truck outside. We're going we to have some – it's gonna be fun. So it's, it's gonna be live. Every year we do it, it's fun. Yeah, but I look forward to it because the students, the importance of those student competitions at your school, it gets you prepared, it gets you ready to cut under pressure, and then it gives you something to look forward to, and that's something you can put on your resume. And I know a lot of students sometimes think that they're not equipped, they're not ready to be in a student competition, but realistically, if you participate, you win as well. We can't give everybody a trophy. There's going to be a first, second, and third place prizes. 
and there's going to be a winner, but we can't give everybody who participates a trophy. But still, when you participate, you still win because you're in a competition and you're honing your skills and you're taking your time to cut hair under pressure, which is good for you. You're getting barking to people in the community, seeing you, you might gain some new followers, gain some new um, potential clients. So it's important to do student competition whenever your school have a student competition. Yeah. Yeah, my goal is to have a student competition with colleges, barber schools come from across the state and end up in Tennessee and we have a student competition. I think that's going to be big. I might come out there in a suit. You never know. Hey, come out in a suit. We're looking forward to it. Casket sharp. <laughs> Casket sharp. You know. That's big. So this is y'all, you guys' first time on the podcast. What do you guys think about the podcast today? What did you expect first off? Were you a little nervous? <laughs> Never that. Never nervous. But. <laughs> he was nervous. He was nervous. Hell no. He was nervous, Drake. <laughs> he lying. <laughs> no, he wasn't nervous. I was not nervous. I ain't never freeze up. I was ready. To, I just didn't know what we were going to talk about. And we didn't even have that conversation anyway. You know what I'm saying? Well, I that's what I told Drake. I was like, I wanted to be organic. I wanted to be. I didn't want you guys to plan. And, Come on the topic. Yeah, because when you plan and it's not organic, you're going to say stuff that just kind of like a robot and try to remember the words and... Like a speech. Yeah, and you're not going to... You're not going to... It's not going to be organic and genuine. I just wanted to be off the top of the dome, out the hip, and just make it something something dope. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Just It was easy to communicate with. It wasn't like you was asking us math questions. He was just talking with us so <laughs> we could fill out each thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that boy, like, it's simple. <laughs> it wasn't like his accent. But you know, and... Barbering is plenty of math. We talked about it in two episodes, uh, two episodes ago, about coding and barbering. Do you know there's plenty of math in barbering? You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thirty-six billion dollar industry. Uh, it's, it's a big, it's big, 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 and it's enough to pass around for everybody. Uh-huh. Shout out to Feed Spot again, a top twenty-five podcast in the world. Top 25 in the country. That's big. So what do you guys think about being in a top 25 podcast? There's people from around this world listening to you. I'm appreciative. I appreciate you yeah. getting me and him out here, putting our name out on the f- the floor for a little bit to see what we can do with it. Yeah, and, like, if y'all, you know, on Instagram or whatever, go ahead and follow my, uh, this Drake up, by the way. Make sure y'all follow my Instagram at big, B-I-G underscore Draco, D-R-A-K-O, 5-9. Yeah, I'll follow you back because I ain't, I got you, man. And how can they find you, Mr. B? Man, I got to remake my Instagram, honestly, because I got like a whole page of uh-huh. just like, not barber. I need a barber page, guys. Okay, I'm cool, gonna be real cool. with you guys. Okay. I just need a barber page. I got just a, I my own page. But the thing is, even someone might want to ask you a question about Texas. Someone might want to ask a question, so you could get out your. Oh, you can hit me up um, on that Snapchat or I mean on Instagram. You could m a x o underscore b r a c k o maxo underscore bracco. That's my. It's a lot of O's over here. <laughs> Always. I need that Cheerios. <laughs> big, big, big. But man, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. I think we had a great one today. Um, you know, everybody comes on the podcast. You got to come again. Yeah, for sure. Let us know. You got to come again because we up there going to episodes. We well up into the hundreds right now. And we're we going to keep it going for as long as we can because it's important because a lot of people get inspired and a lot of people learn from the podcast. And that's what it's about. I mean, we have fans from 
Cali to Seattle to Colorado to Boston to Maine to Florida to Chicago to Dallas. Shout out D Town. Yeah, to Georgia. All oh, yeah, shout out A. All over the United States, all counties through Tennessee, in the Caribbean, Dominica, all throughout the Caribbean, all Puerto Rico, Trinidad, Cuba. We have people all over the shout world. Out, shout out Cuba. Yeah, all over the yeah, world. And China. And, and my favorite word, Madagascar. We all over the world. And I, barbering is an industry that's really plugging away and just blowing up. And as you look on Instagram and Facebook and all these major platforms, you see barbers all around the world getting it in. So those are the people that we're talking to. Those are the people who are getting inspired by us to kind of take this thing to the next level. So we take this podcast and this platform real serious to give out real genuine information. And given what you say, free what? Free game, baby. That's what's up. That's free what it's game. about. That's what it's about. It's not always, you, know, you always have to tax somebody for something. Sometimes give some, somebody some love, show them some love, and then love will go back. And remember, when someone helps you, always remember to help someone else. That's what it's about. Don't hoard information. Be someone else's ripple. Spreading love the JC way. No, spreading love the Tri-City way is one way, just like the JC way. But spreading love is the Crown Cuts way, and that's the only way. Yes, sir. We can check us out on Instagram at crowncutsacademy.com. <laughs> King of the jungle. Okay, Drake, both both y'all boys tatted up from head to toe, man. A little bit. Just a little. <laughs> man, y'all boys tatted up. But again, we enrolling students at Crown Cuts Academy JC and Crown Cuts Academy Bristol. We do accept financial aid, Pell Grants, and all the other, <coughs> excuse me, all the other financial things we have out there to help you get into school. If you need some help, call us up. Send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, or just call us directly. One of our financial aid officers or someone in the office will get to you. Um, we, have, we offer the GI Bill, and we offer the, um, the VRAP program. We have ways to get you in school. If there's a will, there's a way. If you really want to get into school, and on one of our programs, barbering, cosmetology, aesthetics, nails, manicuring, hit us up. And we all we also offer the instructor program. All four of the instructor programs will get you in there. I think it's important to take your education to the next level to be what you want to be. Because remember, make the first like your last, and make the last like your first, and then make that your everything. Shout out, shout out. Mm, 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 ch- 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 uh.